0: I would caution getting too caught up in the analytics as in looking at those landing pages and going, okay, that's the way Google sees my landing pages. That's what they have to be. That's not the truth at all.
1: We get it. This sucks sometimes,
2: but it doesn't have to. Join business owners, entrepreneurs, and strategy experts Adam Jowett, Rails Robertson, and Al Cook as they give you real advice, straightforward tactics you can implement right now. So come on, let's talk about this business life. Welcome to this business life podcast. I'm Al Cook. I'm here with Adam Jowett and Rails Robertson. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. We're here following this episode. We're following on from our um, previous landing page episode. Um, Today we want to talk about real actions you can take with your landing pages that you have now.
1: Yeah, I think there would have been a lot of people's heads exploding (laughs) after part one of all this where we really dived into... What it is, why you would have it, and all that kind of stuff, but there wasn't a lot of actionable stuff because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and
0: what we should say is, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, then really you should part one.
1: Well, all of them.
0: Oh, <laughs> goes <laughs> I without mean, saying, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs>
1: yes, but you should. Yeah, go listen to that. Unless you're really up with lead pages, uh, lead pages, landing pages, lead did pages you just is drop, a tool. Did you
0: just just drop a yeah, tool? Th- yeah. Let me
1: pick up that affiliate link. Mm. Um, Unless you're really familiar with it already, then, you know, listen on. But if you're not, go back and listen to that. We give you a bit of a guide on why you want one. Even doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. You, you'll probably need a landing page and what they are. But, yeah, let's get into some actionable
2: some tips. Yeah. For it. Yeah, yeah, so, um, as we said, if you have a website, then you have landing pages, whether you like it or not. Um, landing pages, just to quickly paraphrase, a, a, a basically a page – on your website where your traffic comes in and that could be from your uh paid advertising could be from your business card emails or more than likely from good old google uh, and as we know google doesn't uh, doesn't rank your website google ranks your web pages so if, if you somebody does a search finds your website there's a high chance that google's not going to land them on your homepage, it'll land you, land them wherever it feels is best for the search that they've done. So that's where landing pages are. So what we want to talk to you today is about how you can audit what you've got now and make sure that the pages that Google is sending you in traffic to is actually working. And if it's not, what you can do to get better at it. Yeah. So step one is an audit of what you've got, and then um, take some sort of actions on how to get We We
0: do these type of audits all the time. So let's just step through a process. For, yeah. I mean, ours are really quite technical. Um, we get right into the nitty gritty of it all. So, you know, yeah. you don't have to do that. Right? Yeah. Because as a small yeah. business, you wouldn't, wouldn't want to be doing that. So step one really is to take stock of the pages on your website, really.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And. And find out, yes, as I've said many times, how are they performing? So step one is to look at your analytics, and more than likely that'll be Google Analytics. Um, please tell me you have some analytics on your website. Ooh. If Ooh. not, <laughs> take a few steps <laughs> Take, take <laughs> a note for future episodes. <laughs> yeah. um, and essentially there, there's, there's plenty of uh, places you can click inside Google Analytics. What you want to be looking for is the landing pages section. Um, and then that will, if and probably the easiest way to do that is just use the search within Google analytics, um, to search for landing and it will get you to the right section within that sort of fairly confusing, daunting console that Google analytics, that Google analytics can be.
0: And what, and you know, I'll just so our listeners can know, So you know, we're looking at the Google will say, here's the landing pages that I have listed for your website and it'll put it in order of um, you know, most, most visited, most yeah. visited. Yeah. yeah, so
2: essentially, you know, Google's calling them landing pages. So again, any page can be a landing page. It's ranking them in order of the number of visitors. You obviously can change how they're ranked, but for this purposes, you just look at what's there. Um, you'll well, probably see your homepage up there, which is a good thing to take note of. You'll probably see a few other pages in there, which could be product pages, or if you haven't done any sort of SEO work, then they'll be fairly random pages on your website that, for good or bad, have ranked better than others and, and sort of match up with um, what people are searching for.
0: We see varying results when we do audits. You know, sometimes we'll see that the home pages is, is number one always in the landing pages. Yeah. And sometimes we'll see, you know, home pages not even in the top ten and it yeah. just really depends on whether there's been any organic search done um, on that. So we've got a yeah. site at the moment and Waterfalls is actually – the top landing page there's this waterfall article that is is the top landing page really interesting it's um Ooh. and when we did some keyword research we realized that people were actually searching for waterfalls quite a lot so yeah, yeah it was, it tell- was ranking yeah. really well yeah, yeah it's I'm telling I'm just, you that's
2: what people want and there's a there's a sort of corresponding page if your homepage is high up that generally means that you're ranking well or only ranking well really for your brand names
0: yeah which is is a bit so, of a problem when you know your homepage Look, well, this is a debate. Do I really want to get into a debate at this time of the Which, day? Absolutely,
1: like <laughs> a short one. We're talking yeah, bring, bring it
0: on! <laughs> no, well, it's um. So with that, with the homepage, you know, some people one page, their whole site is literally one page, and it's a homepage. Yeah. I wish I'd stop saying literally. You're gonna bash that out of me. I really don't like it. I say it all the time. It's I will really literally bad.
1: do that for you next time. <laughs>
0: Um, But it, it is their their homepage is their page, and it's got mm. everything on it, and it is styled in a landing page. It is has got a call to action on it. It is mm. doing all of the things. But probably I'd say ninety five percent of the time, I'm not going ninety nine. Ninety five percent of the time, it isn't the, the the homepage is not a landing page. It, it is the page that is the conduit to a ton of other pages. So it's yeah. very unlikely that your homepage is going to be useful in terms of landing advertising.
2: Exactly. Well, we'll get into that later. One of the the pitfalls of standard or not very well done campaigns where they land on your homepage. So, um, yeah, so if you are ranking well for brand, your brand name, that's not terribly surprising unless you've got a brand name which is something like uh, Windows or a very generic term if you're ranking well for them, good on you. Ooh. If yeah, not, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you are, contact us. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: so um, yeah, so essentially that sort of leads on to the next point when when you see those landing pages, we'll skip over the home page, say it's a product page, then within the Google Analytics console, you can then drill down to see what keywords are landing people on that page. Um, again, if it's a non SEO page, you'll find that there probably are a number of different keywords going to it because you've probably just gone for a generic standard page where you have a lot of copy on there or you know yeah. enough copy that Google can find a few keywords in there that it wants to rank you for.
0: And for people that have, uh, they have engaged or they've done advertising themselves or they've engaged, um, someone to do some advertising for them, it's. It it's worth, I mean, they've obviously got to look at the ads that are, where the ads are actually landing people mm. uh, and whether there's a connection between those ads as well. So yep. when, when I mean connection, it means that whatever the ad's saying and the, and the landing page is saying the same thing. So you'll be able to see that, you know, you'll see the analytics, you'll see if the ads are working because yep. the landing pages in theory from the ads should be up the top Yep. Uh, and you'll also be able to, and you can talk a bit more about this a bit, a bit further out than I can, but uh, you'll be also be able to have a look at what the copy is saying on your um, ads, uh, and and have a have a look into and and you'll know immediately whether there is actually that right connection between the two.
2: Yeah, yeah, and a good, good way to tell that too, without looking at your ad, is to check your, the bounce rate of the page. So that's which is, which is. Ooh, <laughs> thank you. There you go, good
3: boy. <laughs> the bounce
2: rate is basically Google's magic um, uh, formula, which they decide how a bounce is when someone hits your page and leaves without taking action. In, that's, again, in Google's eyes what an action is. Generally, it means they've viewed that page and moved on or they've either converted through a form or they've clicked other pages. But if they bounce, that means you've lost them. In, and there's, there's a little bit of mystery about how that's actually calculated. But Yeah.
1: There is, and you can, we won't get nerd, full nerd on it, but you can actually tell Google how to measure that as well. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's something for someone who's a lot more technical, but you can say someone can, for a product page, for example, um, in my world, I want them to go there, have a look at it and buy it and leave. Like that's, that's fine. Yeah. But you can tell them, I don't mind if they go there, have a look at the page, maybe, you know, watch a video, maybe do something else and then leave. For me, that's not a bounce. That was a useful interaction yes, for that page. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you can tell Google that. So yes, that's yeah. why there's so many. It's a very loose definition of what yeah. a bounce is, but very yes. simple. It's you know trampoline. You you get it and you come straight back off it. Well, that's a bounce. But, uh, but yes. obviously, guys,
0: if you've got a bounce rate of something like seventy five percent, either the mechanics are wrong. So what you're saying with the mechanics, or mm. there's something going on. I mean, if you've mm. got ad, you've got a, a landing page, and, and we, let's talk specifically about the landing pages. You've got the landing page, your ads going there at a seventy five percent bounce rate. Uh, General, gen, gen, generally, <laughs> generally, something's head. something's wrong. Or
2: something literally. Something wrong. May
0: not oh,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> me today. It,
1: it may not be the page that's wrong. That's the other thing that, and this is where the overall audit is important because you might think, well, they go there and seventy-five percent are leaving again. You'll look at a couple of things. One, well, are the other twenty-five percent converting? Because if you're converting at twenty-five yeah. percent, on what you're after yeah. is Win- not yeah. right. that's winning. Um, or Am I sending the wrong people to that page? I might add the problem, not my page. My page might yeah. be amazing and it's all about plumbing, but I'm sending builders to it. Actually, they probably want plumbing. That's a <laughs> – Hairdressers. We've, we've been on plumbers. <laughs> in this um, poor plumbers, yeah. yeah. Poor guys. We love you. Um, not literally.
0: Wouldn't do their jobs. Like, oh. <laughs> another one Wouldn't do there. their jobs for quids, though. Be a
2: no. Plumber. No. Okay, no. A- a- job. Ac- actionable. Actionable. Yes.
1: Right. Just pulling it right back. It is a Friday afternoon, people. Give us a break. Um, yeah. So remember it's not only the page it can be the traffic you're sending to that page. And that's where we can have a whole debate on does SEO matter and all that kind of yeah. stuff for landing pages. Because maybe you're I don't know, maybe you don't care so, if people find it organically.
0: So what we're saying is really that you're looking at when you're doing this audit, two two main components is if you are sending any any ads to it, having a look at the structure, the copy, the the offer, I guess the hook, yep. what you're saying in the ad and you're looking at the landing page to see how it's performing, um, in, in your analytics, yep. Yep.
1: uh, Absolutely. and looking
0: for any bounce rates, anything else guys? Okay.
1: Well, and a good example of that is you might try, to, you might be too vague in your ads, so it could be something where you're trying to get a certain person there and you think, well, if I'm a little bit vague, on the details, I'll get more people there. Yes, mm-hmm. which you will, but you'll get more people of the people you don't want there yes. in the yeah. first place. Quality, quantity, right? A yep. so very focused ad copy that points to your landing pages way better, even if you get a smaller amount of people. Yes, than trying to just sort of get little bits all around the fringes. Absolutely, yeah, Can, yeah,
2: and, and landing pages along with the ads that go with them should be targeted, relevant. They are sort of favorite words you'll hear them many times over. Yes.
0: Relevant, yeah, relevant, relevance. Relevance. relevant, relevant,
2: relevant. And so you're targeting to the right people and landing on the right spot. And there's really, I mean, obviously depending on what tools you're using, but there shouldn't be any additional tax on creating more pages and more ads for a different market. Yeah. No. Don't be afraid to do that at all. Absolutely.
0: Exactly. Um, the more you can niche in that, I mean, I personally think the better. So question for you guys, and and just to put it to you, and I mean, I know the answer, I, I, I should. <laughs> Maybe answer. Um, and it, just for our audience who might be, you know, still coming up to speed on this, do I need ads for landing pages?
2: Well, let's say a landing page is, is, as we said earlier, can be from organic traffic from Google. They can be from emails that you send out. They can be from paid advertising, Facebook, Googly, the whole deal. Do you need ads for your landing pages? Well, that, that's really a decision for the business owner. Um, if you've got enough leads and you don't want any more traffic on your website, and you definitely don't want any more new, new customers, don't advertise. You, you don't need a landing page. I'll, I'll, I'll hmm. take the side of,
1: we'll go hot take on it, and I'll take, take the side of, yeah, you do. Like A landing page for me is an offer. Yeah. Right, and so it's not something you want to just sit down and wait for it to no. Know, eventually rank because, you know, we're talking six months, 12 months before something will rank and that's if you've done it properly. Yeah. Got your whole page yeah, structure mm-hmm. properly and you uh, anyway, whole can yeah. of worms. But, yeah, yeah, I reckon you do. Well, not, you have, if, if you if, don't know yeah. about you've at least got to have very targeted social posts. Yeah. If yeah if, and,
0: yes. I mean, my take mm-hmm. on it um, as well is that it's got to be, um, even, if, even if you have got all the leads you want, even if you have got all the business you want, that's right now what happens in two months time absolutely. when all yep. those leads dry up mm. and this is the thing about that I know about small business is you've got to constantly be marketing even in your busiest periods you've got to be marketing and even when you have a downturn you actually wind up your marketing yeah. you know so yeah. i'd say if you're going to if you're going to market if you're going to use landing page absolutely ads ads yep.
1: first and we're talking about leads not clients there as well correct so leads you have don't to do the conversion. convert that's up to you as the person it's a one-on-one interaction that you have to decide or well, not decide. You have to try to convince them to become a client. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's
0: in a service industry or or something like that. In sure. A, in a product-based industry, it's your landing page that does the conversion. That is your toys. salesperson.
2: <laughs> that's true. <And> that's your, <laughs> yeah. What's that? That is that is your salesperson. Yeah, true. Yeah. So we'll assume that yes, you if you're doing if you're doing landing pages, which you probably will have already decided you're doing them, then ads, and we're talking paid ads mm. here are essentially what you need to be driving traffic to those pages.
0: That's why I think in the audit that it's really important that you are looking at the, both of those things and one of the things that we'd recommend when you're auditing is that you actually um what we call hacking, you hack someone else. And so mm. you're looking at someone else's landing pages and someone else's uh advertising that's I mean you don't want to look if you're a hairdresser, you don't want to look at what a plumber's doing. I mean
1: you can't plumbers I again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can, well, you actually really can if you know yeah. this is the key, is and the problem is you're talking about modeling and on, on yeah. someone else. You've got to make sure that person's stuff's actually working. Yeah. I mean, model uh, Yeah, <laughs> yes, I mean,
0: yes. yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you could be a hairdresser and model what a plumber's doing as long as you change the tactics yes. that you're using. Obviously, the copy, the tone, the the positioning and all of that sort of stuff. But it's far easier to model someone who is in your industry, sure. you Mm. know, and they always say, um, you know, I was talking about uniqueness and all of that sort of stuff. Um, you you know, if you model someone that is in your industry that is doing really well, you know, that they're doing well, it's there, the proof's in the pudding. They are actually doing well. They're advertising all of that sort of stuff. So I'm not talking copying or cheating. I'm talking, looking at what they're doing and then doing your
2: version. Absolutely. And then you can see with your own data, how well that's working, and then it, and adapt, and who knows? Yeah, be, they might be copying you in a couple of months' time. Yeah,
0: and they're they're really they're you know to the two significant phases of the audit that we do. There's a whole heap of other things like site speed and um, mm, how your yeah. pages um, look on look and rank on mobile. You know, we'd we'd suggest running them through uh, Google's mobile. Um, what's it called? Again? Page speed. Page speed, yeah. and and, and, and it give you it it'll give you a ranking on those as well.
1: No, shaking my head, and that's because I've converted since. Since then, the page speed ranking from Google is wildly inaccurate.
3: Yes,
0: yeah, I know, but it's a, it's a, it's a kind of gets you closer. guy. Well, I would it's just
1: say if you're going to use that or any of the other tools that are out there like that, don't worry so much about speed. I mean, put it on your phone, have a look at it. <laughs> it does it load fast or slow? There's your speed, speed yeah, your speed ranking, but. I think you can use those tools because it also analyzes how easy it is to navigate. Yeah, (laughs) you can like you can you can see if it will tell you if the buttons too small. Yeah, it'll do that. Things are too close together, or your headlines are pushing it. So it'll tell you that stuff. That's yeah, that's really useful. Yeah,
2: it it is. The important part of page speed when you're talking in the Google sort of ecosystem is if Google thinks your page is bad speed on mobile or desktop. Then you're going to get penalised yeah. for and that's, organic that's rankings, as well as yeah. your ability to sure. pay, uh, you know, the best prices for your um, your ad bids on AdWords.
0: We also use it as an initial indicator. Like a lot of sites that we work with, they'll have a ton of images up there on there, and they'll use their smartphone or camera and they'll shove the image straight up there mm. without any compression. So we we've seen image sizes of like 10 meg. Can you believe it? I'm I'm not kidding. Um, which I is know. extraordinary. Yeah, um, so <laughs> yeah, we use yeah. it as the first indicator for us to say there's a problem, and then we use a tool called Screaming Frog of All. <laughs> oh
3: yeah,
0: can you believe that? I love that one. It's this cute little program, and it, it, and then it gives us, it gives us a bigger, better report on those, and then we can mm. do some, um, use some compression tools to you know, pull all those down. So we, I mean we can put all in the show notes about you know what compression tools we use as well. Um, yeah, yeah. In, um, there's some plugins that you can use in uh, WordPress, for example. Yep. Yep. Um, it'll, it'll to compress your images and stuff like that. Up. But anyway, yeah. we digress. But that that's yeah. the type of thing. That's where we use it as an indicator of where Google sees you in terms of that sort of page speed. Uh, and um, we also, you know, we also look at social channels and things like that and what people are saying and things like that. But I think in this instance, to keep it really simple, to keep it actionable items, I think those two things that we said, the uh, looking at your landing pages in analytics and looking at your ads... Yep. Um. If you have any, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if yep. you don't have any, get and do some. Um. Then, then you know they're the first two that you should be looking at.
2: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. There are some other cool tools that I haven't used for a while, but that do heat maps on your mm. on your pages mm. as well. So yeah. heat maps is showing colorized and showing where people are looking, some of where they're looking, and especially where they're clicking, yeah. where they're scrolling, and where they. So it's basically just tracking the mouse on the page. Oh, there's been a lot of time on the top right, not much on the top left, that kind of stuff. And that will help you as close as you can as watching someone over their shoulder to see how far down a page they'll get. Where Do they get to your call or action? Maybe that's too low on the page and they're not even getting to that point where you're actually getting them to do something. So those kind of tools are pretty
2: cool too. I'll yeah, have to look absolutely. Them up. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah the other, and also writing, um, depending on, again, your page, technology. Uh, and what tools you are using, but if you've got a combination of, um, or anything really that's using uh, Google Tag Manager, again, another episode to talk about that one, that allows a non-coder to insert tracking and um, trap actions on a page. So you can tell that that the button at the bottom of the page actually got clicked on through specific tracking um, within which you can inject using Google Tag Manager. So guess, they're all important things. Yeah, hot, the, jar, by the way, is the one I was thinking of. Jar.
0: Yeah. You googled it, didn't you? I did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got oh, his
1: findings. Trying to look intelligent here, <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> so okay, so now it's how to how do how do how do the um our listeners get started? So and we mean get started in so you mightn't have a landing page at all. Yeah. Or, the, yeah. Well, and and or you mightn't have a, a website. And so and then yeah. there's the the people who have Shopify stores, they have um Maybe
2: Wix, Squarespace. Um, oh. oh. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, if you're listening, mum, she's, she's, <laughs> she's an avid Wixer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's WordPress,
0: old note.
2: WordPress, I mean, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, and I guess for this purpose of this little, we'll assume that you've got a website, but you haven't really gone down the, the let build page out a past. bunch of landing yeah. pages. So,
1: so if you're a non
2: techie person. I'm going
1: to look at Rails on this one. If you're a non-techie person. Hey, I'm very technical. That's true. Uh, well, I don't know who to look to. Just at look in the middle. We'll yeah, work it out. In yeah. <laughs> the middle distance. And you're trying to do an audit on a page because I think a lot of business owners are pulling mm-hmm. cool this budget this, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What, <laughs> they're probably not going to dive deep into analytics too much. They might look at a very top level, okay, yeah. I can see where the bounce rate is and things like that. But what <laughs> would you tell them to look at first? And they're doing an audit on it. Do they go to analytics first, or I don't know, where do you point them to
2: yeah, to start I, this process? I, I, well, I think I would definitely say go to analytics and see what your current landing pages are. And then for each of those landing pages, check what your keywords that Google's throwing you there. There are other ways of doing it. You've got Google Search Console, et cetera. But we'll just focus on analytics now because that's the kind of default that most websites will have. Let's mm. assume that's uh, what we've got. I because I
0: come from more of a strategy side. There you go. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, I was trying to give you a compliment. <laughs> you're not a nerd, Rails, is that what you're saying? Yes, I would like that. Um, I I would caution getting too, con- like, caught up in the analytics as in looking at those landing pages and going, okay, that's the way Google sees my landing in page landing pages. That's what they have to be. That's not the truth at all. No, no. The whole idea of it is just to see what this, the what what the status is right now, mm. and then to change that status. So you might look at those landing pages and go, "Oh my god, it's got a, a you know my contact us page is my biggest landing page. Oh. I don't want them to go straight to contact us. I want to, them to sign up for this Ubiot offer that I've got." Yeah,
3: yeah. Well,
0: that means you. That's telling you that you need to create a landing page for this Ubiot offer that you've got. Absolutely, and to get we, yeah. people away from your contact us yeah. page if you don't want them to call you. You want them to do the offer. So it's a, it's, it's sort of, that's the cautionary tale there.
2: Yeah. I guess we start delving. Like the next step then is to say, well, here's what I've got. What do I want? What's my ideal? And
0: how do they work out their ideal? Let's, let's, let's
2: guess it's a, I mean, let's talk. We've got a couple of options here if we're doing paid advertising or organic. So, um, paid is sort of a little bit more straightforward in that you are, you'll have a campaign in mind. Of course, we'll, we'll just touch on the old sending people to your homepage, which we've seen far too many times and we want to <laughs> put on the it, wrist. Put Slap on the wrist if you do that. If yep, mm-hmm. you know, so We've seen so much paid advertising wasted landing people on a homepage that just does not convert and is literally just a waste of money. If you mm-hmm. are coming out with a great ad copy or even average ad copy, you're spending money with Google, someone's gone to the effort of setting up the campaign You've given Google free reign on your credit card and you're landing people on your homepage.
0: And one of those reasons is that I you know, nine times out of ten that the ad copy and the homepage have no connection at yep. all. They no. don't relate at all. Yeah. Um that's that's the biggest one that I see. Yeah.
1: So Yeah, and you've got to realize that in this day and age, people are lazy. Like they're just <laughs> lazy exp- as anything. Yeah, know, like- they go there, I can't see it. That I'm off somewhere else. Yeah. You know? yeah, And so that's right. You've got to keep it really relevant.
2: And forget it. Just don't land them on you. Yeah. Maybe, unless you're is. doing
1: some brand awareness, maybe. But well,
2: we're not here to talk about brand awareness. That's but, really that's Let's, yeah, let's okay. talk about that in another episode. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Any Any moons away, we're all about you know, conversions and, and well, getting we're people about happen.
0: S- small, small business, really, and mm. small business is about conversions. You know, more yep. than anything, brand awareness will come after those those conversions. Mm. Really. Yeah. Those leads. Ready? Yeah.
2: So, so let's say we've, we've just, we'll touch briefly on PPC. Never land anyone on your homepage. Even if you're doing an organic post on Facebook about something you're doing, put them somewhere else, build a page, put them there. It's going to convert much better and get your message across than whatever pretty carousel you've got running on your homepage. So
0: please don't get me started on carousels.
2: Yeah. Another episode. And PPC is literally another episode. click. Yeah, uh, yeah Ad, sorry. Adverts, words, yeah, just some case. Yeah. 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 Anyway, basically, anywhere where your credit card's involved immediately. Let's, um, we'll, so for what to do, let's say we, we're not going to go into a full SEO strategy here or, or a content marketing strategy. But if you want to, as Ralph's as example, get people away from your contact us page and get them to see an offer, then you've got to write a page, build a page. That will become a landing page that has content on there that is compelling for the user, whoever's visited your website, but also compelling for Google to decide that that will be good for their customers when they're searching. So, if yeah, there's and I
0: think I think some people really struggle with that. They actually struggle in the first place to to actually work out what their offer is. And I know that sounds strange, but people really do. They think. You know, a lot of businesses um, have a lot of services that I offer, a lot of products they offer and things like that, and it gets really confusing and it's important to really define that. So my suggestion is that you actually get a whiteboard out, and I love a bit of a whiteboard. Mm. i been known to whiteboard that. And you write down on that whiteboard or on a piece of paper, whatever you want to do, what the things you offer actually are, Yeah. you know, and start sort of narrowing it down until you you get something together that is – it either, is either, either a package or something that is quite specific. If you say we've got 100 things to offer, it's incredibly difficult to build a lander that is going to not confuse people.
2: Yeah, or confuse um, Google. Or so, confuse Google, yeah. So it's also important that those offers are written and thought of in a um, consumer speak, so what your clients will search for, not what you talk about in your industry.
0: And how do we find that out? How do...
2: How do we find that? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about keyword research in a, in a wee bit. and well, uh, it's, But it's, it's more sim- about, sorry, sorry. A simple to way to do that is just to talk to one of your clients.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
2: And um,
1: and I know people who've done this who've gone and had a chat with them. And well, some people record meetings anyway, but they deliberately record that conversation. Yeah. So they can play that back and hear one, the questions they ask, because you can use those questions in your marketing. Uh, in fact, you can use them as a headline for your ads. but. They also can then pick up on the type of language they use. Yeah. So they use the same language back back to them.
0: Guess what? In our lifers club, Mm -hmm. we have a bit of a dream client questionnaire in there. It's just a little bit of a template that you can use to actually gather all of that information from your clients. And so, you know, it gets back to this whole thing. The better you know your client, the better you're going to be able to write an offer that actually fits with what they need.
2: Yep. Yeah. So. What are we talking about? How to what it you, basically you've seen your audit, you've, you've decided that you want to start building a page to promote an offer, or a product, or a service. So, step one is to define what it is you're trying to offer up, make sure that it's defined and oh, sorry, uh, let's say targeted or, um, small enough offer that you're not being too generic. Mm-hmm. So, instead of offering flooring as an offer, you're offering a specific. Um, you know, vinyl flooring or a vinyl or tile Australian flooring. made flooring. Yeah, or, something or. specific like that. Because basically what the next step, you'll, you'll, this will make sense. You go the next step essentially is doing your keyword research and finding out essentially what real people are searching for through Google. So I don't want to go into an SEO strategy here so much, but essentially Google uh, AdWords and there are a bunch of other keyword research tools out there, which we can pop in the show notes. That will essentially tell you a few things about your keywords, and, there's, and essentially the keywords are the things that you need on your web's your landing page to first get Google to like you, and then get your customers to um, see those pages. So um, if you start typing into your and
0: this is if purely if you're going to go down the organic path more than anything, I mean you yeah, can you can yeah. use it as a research tool, as we said to. Um, Understand what your customers are looking for, but there's nothing actually beats talking to your customers.
2: Absolutely, Um, the
0: keyword research is excellent for organic SEO, though.
2: Yeah, well, you take that customer research and pop it into your your keyword research, and that's where you find out.
0: And can I just put a note in there on organic SEO? If you want to rank for Google, if that's part of what your strategy is, then you need to pay someone to rank for Google. Absolutely. Please don't go and do it yourself unless you want to (laughs) spend hours doing it yourself. I mean, it's crazy. Um, And, And also, one thing I would say to you is. Just know that certain industries being number one on Google means nothing, nothing at all. We were, we were number one on, on Google for about six months when we really actively did SEO. It generated zero leads, zero, into my business. It meant nothing to my business. So it's really important that you know like you do yeah. understand the strategy you're going to use, and that's why I sort of temper the SEO. I think yeah. in some yeah. industries it's absolutely imperative that you are doing organic SEO.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I think, I mean, you might have ranked number one, but maybe you didn't rank number one for terms you needed to rank number one for. You know what I mean? Because Potentially. Google is very much a question, it's a question and answer engine. Yeah. I mean, that's how we use Googling. It's getting more and more with voice activation now. That is mm. very, very, very much a question and answer engine. So you might rank for a word or even a two or three word phrase. But if that's never used in a question. Yeah about your industry or your product or your location or whatever then' completely <laughs> you've just wasted all of your time to rank well, for funny, that
0: funny enough we did we did actually rank for quite a lot in quite a lot of phrases quite a lot of different things mm. um, and we we had professionals other than ourselves doing it at that time because we thought that would be
3: well that
2: was a way to go we thought that no.
0: would be the right thing to do and it um, turned out to be very different to what we'd had in mind, yeah. but that's because, you know, we, our, our, our audience is, is much more relationship based. Our, our, yeah. you know, who we are looking at, they're looking mm. for someone that they can know and trust and landing on someone's, you know, organic SEO is in an incredibly cold lead land generally, uh, unless they've heard of you before somewhere. And that's, mm. you know, I, I, I you know, we talked about that in the um podcast that we did on, you know, I'm a small business. What do I do right now to get some leads Yep, that one? So I don't think that's the actual name of it, but it's something it's, uh, along those lines. I need
1: clients fast. I think it's something like that. Need clients fast. Yeah. If yeah. yeah. so yeah. we
0: talk about that, that's you know, it, it, I think it's it's that whole relationship thing for our for my business. That's what's really relevant. If you're a a, a plumber, let's do the plumber again. If you're a plumber, <laughs> then that's a different story. I think. Mm. Well, yeah. actually, a, a classic one, and you just um, were talking about it. Then was um, a, a carpet a flooring store. some sort you know that's i think it's relevant for them to rank because people would search for i want i need some carpet yeah and and there's
2: the whole research phase that people go through in yeah in in, in that that, before the purchase happens
1: no to go back to your point about um keyword research not being so important being important for seo but it is important for your ads as well Hmm. because there are some terms that you're just not going to rank for yeah or you will eventually rank for them so your ads is you know it's the way to jump to the top of page one, right? And yeah, Google, that's yeah. what, first three, four results now, I think on Google are yeah. all ads, even if you don't realize it. And they're doing more and more now to make you realize or to forget, or make you forget that they are actually ads. They're making yeah. your little advertisement badges smaller and like kind of stuff. Yeah. So Yeah,
0: they're minute now, aren't they? Yeah. I have to wear my glasses. <laughs>
1: that's the idea. So, <laughs> your keyword I mean, anyway I mean, research yeah. can be also for your ads, not only to use in your headlines and things like that, yeah. but to know, okay, I'm just never going to rank for that.
2: Yeah. I'm so sorry. let's just pay for that one
1: because yeah. it's going to be so valuable for me. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's easy to get uh, sort of put off by that pay per click scenario and actually worrying about paying, but it can actually be cheaper to pay per click than pay for an SEO company to get you Ooh. ranking and you have control. You're, you're, and then you're, you're you, telling me. And then, and then over time, yeah. as your keywords change, and then. If people are no longer searching for those keywords, but your super awesome uh, organic landing pages are saturated with those keywords, and that keyword changes, then that that landing page is dead in the water. You can't do anything to change that. You have to do a whole other rework and get Google to reindex it for you and compete against the same people. If yeah, your and the old,
1: the old tricks don't work either anymore. I mean, we've been doing this a long time, and before it was very much. We well, got to have your keyword in the title, and then you got to have it mentioned twice in the first paragraph, yeah. and then another five times through the. That stuff's not as important anymore. Google is getting so clever and as all the other search engines to contextualize everything that just dropping keywords into your articles yeah. or something doesn't work anymore. You've really got to be talking about what, yeah. what you think you're uh, talking about. And yeah.
0: I guess, you know, like just so that our listeners know that we, one of our first steps if we were going to market a landing page, it would be pay-per-click. Mm. That would be first step to get it out there and stuff like that. But that doesn't stop you from sending people to your landing page from your business cards, from your radio ad. If you've had success in the past with radio ads, then land them, land them properly, land them on their landing page. And that is yeah. geared for conversion. Uh, if you, if you, you know, can do flyers, you know, I'm thinking of my personal trainer. Um, and he, he could do flyers at the local gym and ju- it's just the way yep. we land and they land mm. them for conversion. So it's, it doesn't have to be just in Google land and for you to get all concerned about. Yeah, absolutely. Google. Yep. And, I feel, and I think too, it's important to put it in context of the amount of leads that you actually need. Mm. And so if you're a business like myself, I only need, you know, another five clients and I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. So you, I don't need that many leads to come in to do that conversion because generally speaking, our conversion is quite high. Our conversion yep. rate is quite yep. high because the conversion is done by a human being, gen- generally myself or Jill. Mm. Um, but, you know, if you're a product-based thing, you'll have a, a lower conversion rate generally. This is I'm um, talking statistically. Ooh, and absolutely. so, you know, you need a few more leads. But it's just you put it in context of that. You don't, you don't sort of you're not going to go and buy, you know, thousands of dollars worth of ads to send you thousands of leads or whatever when you don't actually need them. So it's always, mm. it, it's always you know, you, you, you turn on the tap as much yeah. or as little as you you need.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. That, that dictates how much you want to pay for your ads. Yeah, and pay, and for, what,
0: pay for whatever, and, you know, advertising channels are using, how many advertising channels you're yeah. using as well. And, and also I think it's sort of, it's also relevant for small business to know that, you know, um, organic SEO is that long, long, you know, run up to it for mm. it to actually work. So that's why we recommend doing pay-per-click first because it's quicker, it's immediate, you're at the top of the list on the ones that you're going to pay for.
1: Yeah, if you mm-hmm. need clients fast, if you're service based or if you're launching a product, you don't want to wait around for six months for Google to decide <laughs> to decide maybe when it's decide your turn. that you're important. Yeah. And then in that time, someone else has launched the same thing and they paid for it. And, you know, forget it. You've lost, yeah. it. You've lost yeah. your opportunity.
2: So, just to, uh, how about this? So, we've, we've built our new landing page, it's got our great offer on it. It's got some good um, quality copy, it's got our calls to action, it's customer focused. We spoke to our customers. Mm-hmm. And we're to talking about one page here. We're not going to roll out a dozen. Yeah. So, what what things what what little tricks can we do to get that out yeah. there? I and mean, we've talked about email. You can put it into the footer of your email that you send out to everybody. You don't have to do yeah. an e blast. Again, insert another episode sound right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can update. You know, obviously, you can post it in your social channels to promote it yeah. that way on all your free organic social. Um,
0: well, I'm I'm hoping that you've been a very very good little small business owner. And that you've got a list and it's a list of current clients that maybe you could sell an offer to, Mm -hmm. or it's a list of prospects that you can sell that offer to. And so you you do it by email or or text or whatever. I mean, sometimes if if it's really irresistible, if it's like, you know, um, an an offer that's, you know, first time in the industry or something like that, that this has been out there, you could do it by text, but you know, email is a wonderful thing. Mm. The thing with email is treated exactly like your landing page. An email is like a, a landing page, or let's call it a, a precursor to a landing page. It's the it's the thing that it's like an ad in itself. So don't make it about you. Make it about giving value first, then getting them over to the offer. You could even do yeah. a sequence of emails, and you know, and to to give them some value first, and then gently persuade them to go and and. Yeah. For yep. this landing page. Mm. But that, that, that for me is your low-hanging fruit, yep. your list. If you haven't got a list, go and get one now. Do it. Start <laughs> list building. And mm. that's um, – we will. We really need to do list building topic, guys. I think that should be a, yeah, a, a priority. Yeah, we should. Yeah, but I think if you've been in
1: business for any amount of time, you've got a list, even if you don't think you have one. Do you think? You do. <laughs> because you can go to your uh, yes. email contact list. That's why it's called a list yes whoever you've emailed over the last year true, that's, true. there you go there's a list pretty sure it's not organized uh, and everything and that's what you've got to do so that you can start segmenting and all that kind of stuff but you have got somewhere you've got a history of you contacted yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and again yeah, was, yeah, I yeah. I do talk
0: sort. I talk to clients every, you know nearly every day about that and I get I don't have a list um thing and I and the, the other pl- and I say well you kind of do you've been dealing with clients and even if you've only just written them down if you don't have email which he okay. says, Wow. Yeah. Might be no, slight- truly, I have. Is that a thing? It, is, it is a thing. It is <laughs> Might a be thing. Slightly outside even of on- our target
1: market here. I feel like my 13 year old son right now going, okay. what? what do you mean there was never TVs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's um, even if it's on piece of paper where you're doing invoicing on pieces of paper, get those pieces of paper and start getting a list together. It's actually imperative that you do. Yeah. But the other place that you can get it, you, you would have had to have generally speaking, you have an accounting package of some sort. Uh, if you don't, more power to you for being in small business without an accounting package. Ooh. But you know, that that your contacts are in there because you have to send them an invoice. Um okay. yep. so start building that list and start putting it somewhere. That that's your low hanging fruit yep. by far. Um, selling to your existing customers is going to be always better.
2: Yeah, absolutely. They're the warmest. Yep. Okay. So
0: So can we talk can we talk? Copywriting. I know we said,
1: copy? Yeah, yeah, let's I've just no, touch on copy. So I'll, and I'll bring yeah, up about that. Yeah. But a lot of people that are listening, if you're like me, when you hit, when I hit this agency years ago, I didn't know what copy was. Oh, copy. The <laughs> word copy was like, mm, what do you mean? Of course, you just mean copywriting, which means the text that you write the on text the screen on the page. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. If you're wondering what we've talked about, copy a lot, we may not actually know what copy is. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's copywriting. You do now. There absolutely.
0: We just shorten everything. Just here to yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, a lot of people uh, that i speak to say i can't write copy and and i actually isn't it funny i even think of myself now as i've written copy for the, you know 20 years that's what i've done but i always think of myself i'm not a copywriter i'm not a copywriter at all uh, but here's the thing is that most people can actually write copy they really can it's just that it's kind of like a process it's like it's it's like sitting down and thinking about something that is outside of your comfort zone uh-huh. You, you need to just actually make the time to do it and just start writing. Just, literally just start writing the first thing that comes to your head. Um, it's like getting a pencil and drawing something. Just start drawing. Just start doing it. Just start doodling, whatever. Copy is the same thing. Set up, set up some, you know, text notepad in your computer and just start anything. And that is the best way to start writing copy is to start feeling like you, you're getting some of your thoughts down. Yeah. Start yeah. with interviewing yeah. your clients. When you interview your clients, you'll actually find that you get um, a whole swag of information that can go into that copy. Yeah. And then it's all about just massaging that copy. Once you get it into a form that you're kind of happy with, get one of your mates, get your mum. I don't know. Yeah. Your mum might be good at reviewing copy. Don't know. Get a colleague, a coworker, someone to have a look at it and see what they think and see how it reads. But Don't get so concerned, and don't say to yourself that you can't write copy because most people can have a damn good um, get damn good crack at it. Um, And and then once you do that, like I said, get someone to have a look at it. Uh, Getting something out there is going to be far better than being
2: perfect and and nothing at all. Yeah, yeah, nothing at
0: all. Getting something out there when you're in business is incredibly important. And I think I personally think in small business it's quite. humbling to see spelling mistakes. I know, I know people say, oh my God, they're going to cringe and they're going to say, oh, to see a spelling mistake is awful. Oh. But I would rather see that and know that someone uh, in that business has really attempted to speak to me as a customer than um, it try to be so polished that it goes over my head. So pitch it to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with that. I think that's, that's incredibly important.
1: Yeah, fun fact as well uh, of the um, copywriters I've studied for the last couple of years, there is an actual train of thought and an actual tactic of intentionally putting
3: mm-hmm.
1: spelling mistakes yep. in your ads because they tend to convert but better. They humanize because yeah, they humanize yeah. and grab your attention. Like you know, you're skimming through and you're like, oh, that's not how it's spelled, and then all of a sudden you're reading the ad. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, you think, oh, well, obviously a real person wrote that because yeah. you know a machine wouldn't get that wrong. But, yeah, it's actually an intentional it's thing. tactic. I wouldn't say do it intentionally all the time, but yeah, don't but worry it, if you do. It's not no. probably accidentally converted. Yeah, and I think you the
0: other, other thing is don't, don't, don't forget to tell your story. That's part that we always say on the land, a landing pages, tell a bit of a story about how you came to put this product or offer together. Or, mm. um, you know, we're working with a group of clients at the moment, and I don't think they'd mind me saying um, they're um, flooring and um, window fashion stores and some of their stories are incredible so we we're, mm, we're talking yeah. about family owned businesses that've been in the industry for um three generations i mean what they don't know about flooring ain't, ain't worth knowing <laughs> that i'm <old> saying <laughs> so they really know their stuff they they really do and so telling that story has that connection then of well if i go to that people those people they know exactly what they're talking about you know yeah, um a trust in, in them it does mm. it does and so that's what I'm saying about copy is you can actually write it because it's your story anyway. It's, it's something that you've lived. If you're new to the industry, you know, to your business, if you've just started it up or you've just taken it over from someone else, um, then you're obviously getting up to speed with what it's all about. And like Adam was saying before, the best place to start is your customers and, and you will, you will, by forcing you to write that copy, you'll actually get to know your business a lot better as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, if you're
1: brand new, you don't have any clients or customers to go and talk to, go and find someone everyone knows someone that's at least close to who you're aiming for. That yeah. dream customer, dream client, dream client, whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Customer.
1: Yep. And go yep. and say, Listen, I just want to pick your brain about, you know, things that bug you or things that you find hard mm. to do. I'm not you know, you're not selling them anything. just, just say, I just is it all right for pick your brain, I'll buy you a coffee and you pick your brain. Yeah. Again. Very, be very attentive to what they tell you. One, all those problems, all those pain points they talk to you, and all fantastic sales.
0: And, you know, isn't it yeah. interesting you say that because it's so easy when you're, you know, when you're listening to someone and they're saying, oh, I hate that and I hate this and I hate that, and you yeah. tune out because tune it's, out. it's a negative. Yep. Oh, sorry about this. This is yeah. Yeah. a <laughs> speaking of ambulances. <laughs> uh, tune out. Yeah, I hope everyone's okay. Yes. Um, but you uh, – Tune out to the negatives of it, but actually, we want you to tune in to those negatives because they're yeah. the ones that you really want to.
1: Well, you need to address. You those. need to address those. Yep. Yeah, yep.
0: they're they're what they're screaming out, saying, yep. "Fix this for me."
1: Yeah, most people will buy either from a point of passion because they're passionate about it, or a point of pain. Right, so it's one of those two things. That's right. If they're complaining, it means it's painful to them. Yeah. Yep. Even if you don't, think, even if you think it's a stupid thing.
0: That's like physical pain with my Voltaren and I had to buy it last night for my shoulder, which okay, is really okay. so. Conversion. Conversion. Perfect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the other thing too with, with you know, at least having a, a crack at writing your own copy is if the easiest thing to say is how do you write copy? Send it off to someone at Fiverr and get them to write it for you. Please don't. Please don't. Because even if you did do that, you still need to have an idea about what you want to write, and how you want to write it yeah. before you can brief that freelancer I Even mean, if they're in the, you know five or, or in the next room, mm. you still gotta have a pretty good idea. And ultimately if you're passionate about what you're doing, you're gonna have some input in it anyway. Yeah.
0: You don't have to be the one who perfects it. Mm. You you just have to be, actually have to have the the brief ready and and get the context down.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you want to give them some very quick tips. I mean, if you're gonna be talking about headlines, put your main benefit in that headline straight up and attract also yeah. right there and then. Yeah. Right, so don't Leave that down for, for other parts, and keep all your sentences really short. Yeah. When you're writing, especially for web, big blocks of paragraph, big paragraph text is just I don't, I refuse to read it. Yeah, it's too hard. You can't. You just, mm. it's not like a book. It's, it's not, not reading on sp- a yeah. piece of paper. It's, it's not very,
2: spannable. very. Can we say pretty pictures,
0: yeah. people? Insert pretty pictures sure. in replacement of big blocks of of text. Yeah, just to keep their relevance. <laughs> relevant, relevant, pretty relevance, pictures. Relevance, I relevance. Mean, I'm being yes. um, facetious when I'm saying pretty pictures. I'm mm. saying just relevant of cat
1: pictures. pictures. Yes, everything. Yep. Pictures well, well, that sell well, the well, story. <laughs> Have you got a cat stuck in your pipes? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, very short, like lots of short sentences. If you've got a big block, just break it up. doesn't matter if your English teacher will be yelling at you because mm. you haven't actually broken it at the right spot. Break it up. Use lots of bullet points, just like Al just said, scannable pages so you can go top to bottom real quick and go, oh, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, Lots of subheadings, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you're having a go at it, just keep it short, short and sharp. But when you're, yeah.
0: when you're talking about the page, a long landing page is actually really okay because you can take them on the journey. You can sort of have... Like we said, that hook right at the beginning, that headline. Then you can tell them a bit of a, um, a story, and you can hit their pain points. You can you can back up, you have some testimonials. You can say what your offer is, you know, a nice short sharp um, bullet points or whatever of what the actual offer in, entails. Then you can um, basically, if you want to put a guarantee in there, if you if you can do a guarantee, that's always fantastic. It's always a great selling point. Oh. Um, if it's time yeah. limited, you can put some information about a time limited offer or um, you know, uh, you know, limited to a number of customers, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously summing it up at the end um, and giving them a call to action. And if it's a longer page, you know, wanting to put those calls to action all the way through and they're always the same call to action, the mm. one yes. same call to You can certainly
1: get into longer text pieces further down the page because if you've got them scrolling, yes. they're, yeah, they're yeah. at a point there where, okay, I'm they're not engaged, but I am interested Yeah. In. Yeah. Yeah, now you can talk to them in more story form and do all that kind of stuff for yeah. sure. But it's that very very first part, can- you know, headline, grab them, quick points, get them interested, and that's why videos are so good as well, because yep. that gives you a bit of trust straight up, and then you yep. can yep. get into that long. Yeah.
0: And the to so just sort of on the next point is I, what I wanted to talk about um, with something, a, a story that I had basically. I was and this is this whole leads don't sleep there at home, you're at home at night people are going to be landing on your um landing pages when you're not actually in the office so so that if 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 your call direction is a call us now well you're actually not there oh. so you can't call us now so i had the exact thing happen so i had to book a restaurant for um this board that i um i sit on sometimes oh. and they so sit on sometimes that sounds like I'm oh just every now and then I rock up when
1: I feel like it. Morning. <laughs> I know. Just need to sit on you. <laughs> yeah. if you can all take a seat.
0: No, I present to this board um, probably every second time they meet and um, I had to book a restaurant and it was home one night and I and I, I pulled up one restaurant and I had to call them and I thought I'm going to have to do that tomorrow I'm going to have to put in my diary to remember
2: you know restaurants are usually open at night rows.
0: I know but I didn't want to I didn't want to I didn't want to ring them I just oh, didn't want might, to do They might Basically. When they're cooking. They might burn my <laughs> – yeah. But so, And then I thought – I know it's a bad analogy, but it's, yes. it's one well, that I'm getting at. Bad, bad go, story. Go, Just go back yeah. to
1: the plumber. That always works. Yeah, no, I'm not doing the plumber. No. But
0: right. anyway, what happened? I'm getting to the plumber in a minute. So all then right. I got, went on to the next site and I could book straight away. So I could book yeah. it all in, and number of people, everything done, bang, five minutes, it was all done. Um, And so then, you know, what I what I'd like people to think about is – what is the call to action that you could have put on there? If you're a plumber, I know that, that it's incredibly rare for tradespeople to have it so that you don't have to call them during the day. And I, I don't know about you guys. I work full time. Finding time to call the tradesperson in is really hard. So having something, using a product like um, where they can book a an appointment with you mm, for them to, yeah. you to come and see it. So using something like Calendly, a Pointlet, or Acuity. I think it's Acuity. I'm pretty sure it's Acuity. Yeah. We'll have to check that. The show notes will tell it tell it to you. They're just the most incredibly simple calendar programs that you can hook up to your landing pages. Um, you can hook them up if you've got Google calendars and they appear straight on your phone so they integrate straight away. You can set up times and then they're so easy to use. If you did something like that, then a plumber, for example, our lovely plumber could get mm. that booking straight away. He needs
1: a name, doesn't he? Yeah. Paul the plumber.
0: Paul, mm. Paul. Actually, I, did, I do actually think I've had a Paul the Plumber there you go. come here. Mm.
1: Bob's the toilet. Brother.
0: Bob's brother. <laughs> Bob the Builder. Yeah. Right, yeah, got it. Right. Yeah. That took a while for the penny to drop. But, yeah, that's the thing is that I think that, you, you know, don't get caught up in the, this whole call mentality. Leads don't sleep. Let them do something with you at night, engage with you at night so they could book an appointment. Now, I've had this come to me and people say, well, what if they book an appointment for 9 a.m. and I can't? You can cool. actually set it up in the program to say I'm not available at 9 a.m you can show when your appointments are if you integrate with your calendar you can also say it's between nine and 12 yep and then set it up so we're fine yeah, yeah. Mm. and you can make it that the appointments can't be set for the next day they have to be set two days time or something like that so it's yep. so those sorts of programs are always um, mm. really good to use I think
2: yeah if that's sure the way that your customer is going to get to you yeah what and they uh, need
0: and I think, you know, it's, it's thinking differently about that call to action, whatever it is. If you're in a service industry, especially it's important. Obviously, if you're in a product-driven industry, you should be all about buy it now. Buy it buy now. <laughs> buy it, please. Buy it, please, now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's where, you know, um, using something like the, you know, we talked about some landing page page tools where they actually have all of the e-commerce in them straight away are actually really good. And those oh. are, you know, like, as we said, we, yep. we use ClickFunnels a lot. Mainly because it has an enormous amount of information sitting around it, so it's actually quite cool. But lead pages, unbounce, Instapage, page, all of those types of things have have all of that e commerce in them straight away, so you can land them and and transact immediately.
1: Yep, okay. yeah, of course. Yeah. And apart from all the e commerce shopping platform, you know, shopify, oh, these online. kind yeah. of things as well. Mm. Course, Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, um, uh, what about yeah. when the situation where you've got a landing page targeted your um, your traffic? You're confident that you're getting the right type of people there. Yep. They are reading your pages, but you're really not converting a lot of them. They're not hitting that button or they're not picking up that phone. How, how do we do that? How do we look at that and go, well, what can we do to fix that? Because now you sort of, you've gone through your checklist of your audit. You've gone, yep, the page looks good. Yep. They're staying on there. So they're not bouncing off. Yep. Um, it's the, I've looked at my ads. It's the right type of people coming, but I'm still
2: not getting the results. Of What's some of our tactics that we can mm. use? So, I mean, tactic number 1, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We spoke uh-huh. about that one recently, so you you can optimize what you've got. Don't don't be afraid or don't don't think that it's all broken and you have to start again. That's the worst thing you can do. Um depending on the platform you've got, um AB testing is a good thing, so so that means essentially you 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 build it so you have two versions of that page and the the system, the AB testing system will offer up different pages to different people and you'll be able to test at the, what test different um punches, I guess so you might think okay well the reason that I'm not converting is I my if I'm selling a product it's too expensive you can test pricing on that one you can test different imagery you can test different your headline, your headline absolutely, different copy you can also um test even your, the, you know the text on the button your CTA button if you've if that's the way you're and, going
0: And I think importantly there is that Most of the time, it's not all of the time, but most of the time, you'd make small changes and try your ads again. Absolutely, and then Mm. a few more changes and tried your ads again. Mm -hmm. You don't. It's very rare that you'd make wholesale changes, yeah. Unless your bounce rate was so horrific, or or that you got feedback. If you got, if you, if people that did convert, you could talk to them and say, "Hey, how come you converted?" And you could probably get a bit of data about it. Then you might be able to make wholesale changes, but. Importantly, you're looking at really specific things.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and and t- testing out what you you, you well you you'd have a hunch. You go, okay, here's my page. Something's not working. You've got it. You can sort of do a very quick list of the things that you think might not be working. And then, I mean, if you don't have AB testing, fine. You can just change the page you've got. If you've got AB, and we recommend that you do, then you can test it is sort of in situ and, and make sure that. Other factors aren't impacting it. We've yeah. got
0: a um just just on that, Al, we've got a um, funnel that we're doing at the moment, you know, the designer funnels. It's a graphic design funnel. So um we're going to sell our blueprint, which is um pretty awesome little tool. Um, yeah,
2: pretty much giving it away at the price.
0: Giving giving it away, Al, giving it away, all that bloody IP. It's just fantastic. It? This is IP. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. But we, we, and I think I said this to you last week, I mean, we're nearly about to launch this thing. Mm. I said it to you last week. I've just got this hunch, this feeling that one of the offers that we've got in there is not quite right. It's just, it just feels wrong to me. And it's, and the reason I know, the reason I've got this hunch is that I, I know my industry really well. I know my clients really well. And I, I, I know my dream client in this case, very, very, very well, Mm. because I am one of them. So I really understand that. And so I think that, um, I I think if you are a small business owner, tap into the little spidey sense in Mm. you, 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 you will have a hunch about what's, what the thing is that's gone wrong, like, and really tap into that and, and, and use that that sixth sense i guess to understand what it is don't yeah. don't, don't second guess yourself you you you've got it you've got
2: this yeah we'll give it a crack and i guess that's the beauty of as of taking the approach of either a being if you can but if you can't just doing one thing at a time because yeah. you 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 might change seven things but then you don't know which one it was so you can't learn from that you can learn a little bit but you can't learn as much as possible the other thing you can do
0: don't google it please <laughs> don't google what's wrong with my landing page i mean i think you'll be Absolutely bamboozled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the other thing you can do as well is like anytime you make a change um, or you want to test some things, if you, depending on how you've got your ad set up, but if you're driving, like, like Rails said, if you only need five clients, you might have your spend down and your, your daily budget or your daily spend is down and perhaps even your keyword bids are down. But you're not generating a lot of clicks and you're not a lot of eyeballs. If you're making some changes, it's worthwhile upping that and essentially yeah. you can test faster by having more eyeballs on your page you need more a flow clicks.
0: through of traffic for yeah. data to be actually relevant anyway so
2: yeah yeah, yeah. another thing on that
1: and the bidding on your ads is you might actually be getting enough people through but the lower you bid the worse usually the worse quality people you're getting yep. as well so actually upping your bids You might not necessarily get more people, but you'll get
2: a better quality of business. Google will send better quality. Because other people are bidding.
1: The reason your bid is
2: expensive is because
1: someone else is bidding on that. It's an auction. So you're always trying to outbid someone else. So there's a whole bunch of other people in your industry bidding on that certain thing. And you have to bid more to beat them. Yep. There's a reason why they're bidding on that because they've found those people are converting. That's why yep. they're trying to get them. Yeah, I mean that's the nature of an auction. Not, yeah. I think the yeah. other
0: thing there is, and I don't, we can, we haven't got time to get in this to this t- today. So not for another podcast. Is the other thing is advertising fatigue. Yes, so that true. is when a person sees your ad and they get fatigued by it, essentially. It's like, it's like, I've got a, a great story here. I'm the story girl today. What's with mm-hmm. that? Well, no. But, you know, uh, you come round the, you get off the the freeway ramp on your way to the airport and you turn right on the way to the airport in Brizzy here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there is, I reckon there's a hundred signs within 200 meters. I kid mm. you not. There is a sign everywhere.
2: Most of them have reclined people in air, air in airplane lounges, don't they? <laughs> That's my memory <laughs> no, anyway. well,
0: there's, there's stop signs and there's don't do this signs oh, and there's right, that uh, signs right, and then there's, and then then there's signs. advertising yes, signs right. and all of that. So there's, yeah. there's just a hundred signs. I kid yeah. you not. I don't see any of them because mm. I'm, I'm so conditioned to turning and going, oh, yeah, there's a hundred signs. I'm not going to look at them, mm. that, that sort of thing. It's kind of a similar story to that. You get fatigued by this ad so they don't see your ad anymore. It becomes blind to them. So you do need to rotate through your ads and you also need to test different ads. You can't just write one ad and decide that that's it. That's my primo. That's the winner. There's my gold. There's my, I'm going to get a golden globe for this. This, mm. this is just the most amazing ad ever, <laughs> ever. I'm, I'm going, this is it. It doesn't work like that.
1: So, Yeah. The only other thing I'd probably say on that, if you have got to this point where you're getting traffic and they're not converting, is look at your offer and maybe your offer is trying to make them too big of a leap for the, yeah. you know, the warmth of the traffic. We always talk about warming up your traffic. So, mm-hmm. when you the first time they're cold and the more they see you, the warmer they get. So, maybe you're trying to make them make too much of a leap. Yep. You're trying to sell them something at a high price point, first time they've seen you. If you're a product, then you know, there's a good chance they're not going to convert. Whereas if you try to just get them in at a lower product and build them up, again, this is an all
0: value letter. Thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but if you're a service industry, same thing. If you're making it either Hard for them or difficult them to contact you, for starters, where, where just mentally, even though it might be just picking up a phone, mentally that might be tough for that type of customer, yep. depending on what industry you're in. Maybe there's someone there that don't work in an office. Maybe they're out and about all the time and they can't. Yeah. Spend the time or find anywhere quiet, like ambulances coming outside your <laughs> office just before to call you. Maybe it's too hard. Yeah. So instead of making them call you, you make them instead send you an email or provide yeah. the contact. Yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So you got to look at your your final offer because it's good news if you have got people there and they're scrolling through your page and they are getting to that very last point and they're not contacting you that's a good thing yeah absolutely if you've got yeah. the right people yeah. they are interested in you you just got to tweak like you're saying with A B testing and stuff and that's where ClickFunnels is awesome for it because they can run it concurrently you got to just test those little offers yeah. maybe you're wording it wrong you know who yep. knows there's yeah and
0: it? you know you know talking about pricing it's sometimes you can price it too low. True. And then people say, you know what? Mm, they okay. don't they look shabby. Yeah. You know, that's not that's yep. not that the right product that I'm looking for. Yeah. So it's really that, that pricing testing is incredibly important.
2: Yeah. Lots of testing. Lots yep. of testing, testing and testing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope um that has been some useful insights for you. Um on how to get the most out of your landing page. We did diverge a bit into all different avenues, but get that's used to, it. <laughs> yeah. used to it. That's what we do. There's just so much to um and, so much, and we'd love we. to take so,
0: questions, wouldn't we? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Goodness,
2: so. If you've got any more questions, hit us up. Um, we're on all the social channels. This, no, Is biz, business, business Life Pod. It's not a Snapchat. I'm just not a Snapchat.:
1: Oh, no. No, That's don't go there. Either. We don't should go there. Anyway,
2: yeah. Business Life Pod and all the channels and also, of course, on thisbusinesslife.com. There's, uh, we've got a contact on there, ask us a question, and, of course, you know, subscribe to all our awesome podcasts.
1: Yeah, grab me. I'm the one at Man's Twitter. So, throw a tweet at us. That's the easiest thing. If you're yeah, on Twitter. throw a tweet. Throw a tweet at us and we'll tweet back. know, Is that what you do when you tweet? No, <laughs> yeah. I've been on Twitter for like 11 year anniversary. 11 I can see, I can that see why you're not on um,
2: Snapchat then Adam yeah, Twitter's hey, got you, well, you amboozled. <laughs> yeah, talk us questions. It'd be great to hear from you. Bye for now. See you later.
0: Bye-bye.